This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, this summer's post office rate increases are expected to decrease business and make more money. The U.S. Fleet Forces Command has a new leader. And the latest weapon to fight hackers? A new website. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. NATO's first U.S. base headquarters organization is up and running. The new Joint Force Command in Norfolk, Virginia, declared full operational capability in a ceremony yesterday. The NATO command is meant to deliver reinforcements for any potential future war in Europe. It's not to be confused with the almost identically named Joint Forces Command, a DOD organization also based in Hampton Roads that shut down almost exactly 10 years ago. Vice Admiral James Kilby is tapped as the next leader of U.S. Fleet Forces Command. The organization provides combat-ready Navy forces to combatant commanders around the globe. The command is currently led by Christopher Grady. Kilby now serves as the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Warfighting Requirements and Capabilities. President Joe Biden's pick to run the Census Bureau outlined steps to improve workforce morale. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. Robert Santos, the Urban Institute's vice president and chief methodologist, says Census Bureau employees worked under harrowing conditions last year. In some cases, working seven days a week and putting in 80-hour work weeks to get ahead of COVID-19 delays. He tells the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee he's open to offering bonuses and raises to employees to address morale issues, but he's also looking at telework options for employees even after the pandemic. There are morale issues. We know that. Morale is a symptom. It's not the root cause of a problem. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. A new Pentagon policy calls for ramping up the use of 3D printing for both frontline and logistical challenges. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Defense Department released its first-ever additive manufacturing policy in early June. Officials say the policy will align different activities across the department to accelerate the use of additive manufacturing. DOD wants to use 3D printing and other advanced manufacturing techniques to help combatant commands meet urgent requirements, transform maintenance operations, and improve logistics to become more self-sustaining. The military services are now working on implementation plans to advance the new policy. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Biden administration just launched a new website to combat ransomware after a scourge of attacks this year. The Departments of Homeland Security and Justice this week launched StopRansomware.gov as a, quote, one-stop hub for resources from the FBI, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and other federal organizations. The website includes guidance on reporting attacks, ransomware alerts, and announcements about actions against hacking groups. Law enforcement agencies want organizations to report ransomware attacks, but advise against paying ransoms to discourage further campaigns. The Department of Veterans Affairs at last has a permanent deputy secretary. The Senate confirmed Donald Remy with a 91-8 to 8 vote. VA hasn't had a permanent secretary for the last year and a half. 
Some senators were especially anxious to confirm Remy because he's supposed to be the top official in charge of VA's troubled electronic health record modernization. Remy is an Army veteran and the former COO of the NCAA. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission is seeking public input in crafting its return-to-the-office policies. Tom Temin has more. The agency sets up a public commenting site asking about how people have interacted with the commission during the time when all its employees were teleworking and how people feel about online interactions versus in-person. The agency wants to know if what it calls certain communities were able to access it and even whether the EEOC ought to have more small offices scattered around the country. Comments are open until July 29th. I'm Tom Temin. Agencies have a long to-do list to implement the president's recent diversity and inclusion executive order. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The Office of Personnel Management is developing an assessment tool to help agencies evaluate the current state of diversity and inclusion within their organizations. That's one of the key requirements of the executive order. Agencies are also reviewing their own demographic data. They say they need new kinds of demographic data, though, to better understand how their employees are feeling. Nicole DeGrisco, Federal News Network. The Defense Department will soon be releasing a monumental strategy that would impact almost every facet of the military. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni explains. The Pentagon will have its most intricate and deliberate plans to counteracting and adapting to climate change finished by September. The strategy stems from an executive order implemented by the Biden administration. DOD is focusing on five lines of effort to integrate climate change into its future defense strategies and protect its assets. Those efforts include building resilient infrastructure, creating a climate-ready workforce that prepares for future weather events, and strengthening supply chains. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Postal Service is moving ahead with plans to raise rates this summer, even after lawmakers ask the agency to postpone the increase. Once the new rates go into effect, USPS projects mail volume will decrease annually by about 2%, but will bring in $1.7 billion in additional revenue. That's more than a 4% increase in what the agency currently brings in. New technology in the Federal Aviation Administration will improve the tracking of space vehicles. A prototype of the Space Data Integrator will automate the delivery of more accurate data on space vehicle position, altitude, and speed. Space operators will share this data, which has until now been manually collected on a voluntary basis. FAA is still refining the prototype's requirements. The Department of Commerce would have to conduct assessments on data localization under a new bill in Congress. Michigan Republican Fred Upton introduced the SHIELD Act, which would require the Federal Trade Commission to study the impact of e-commerce, data sharing, and data flow on the U.S. economy. Their reports would determine the benefits of freely transferred data, as well as any digital trade barriers that might exist. The assessments would also include a summary of data localization regulations. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm Peter Masurlian. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. 
Bakers, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.